So to get started, uh, wanted to start on the personal side. How have you personally changed since COVID started three years ago? Um, well, I mean, I don't take hugs for granted anymore. That's for sure. On the personal side, uh, I, I kind of feel like that whole, we took the social framework of, I think just our existence so much for granted and suddenly, you know, you have um, this pandemic that comes in that really tells you, oh, no touching people, no coming near people, we're going to isolate you. And you realize how much of your social framework is about just interactions, meeting people, making human connections. Um, I will never take that for granted again. I, I, I think, and you know, it was, it was um, also for me an evolution because my whole team works remote. We, we, we live in a, in a remote environment in revenue management, um, but you travel for work, you meet with people, you have happy hour with your friends in the evening and suddenly it was uh, you at home uh, doing the same job, really, but the the whole social component of it was taken away. Um, I think it it also taught us to be very creative within our space. So, uh, one of the things that we did during the pandemic that we'd never done before was uh, a virtual revenue management conference, um, where we had um, sessions lined up for folks to jump in, but also created social spaces in the middle. Uh, where we had um, happy hour, right? A virtual happy hour, which we quickly realized needed to have some level of team building in it or nobody was talking. Because, <laughs> you know, it was like, I've got my headphones on. Great, thank you for the Amazon gift voucher or the meal, to, you know, like the drinks that you sent me via wine.com. But like, what do you want me to do except for drink? And so we we created, you know, little nuggets of like trivia or uh, created little pockets of uh, quizzes that we could do. And I know um, trivia was a big one. It makes you realize we're very competitive in revenue management as if we didn't know that already, but whatever. Um, but I, I think that, you know, it, it allowed us to get creative to find those connections. It it doesn't replace the hug or the human connection when you really meet in person. I can safely say when we, we did start traveling again and we had um, our our conferences again, uh, that was the first thing. I think everyone got really emotional just seeing each other in person and, you know, just 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 a hug, right? At the end yeah. of the day, it was just that. So, no, I don't think I'll take a hug for granted anymore. <laughs> yeah. So with your whole team remote, how have you had to change your leadership styles to accommodate for that? Yeah, our team was always remote. Even before the oh, okay. pandemic, our team was was remote. Um, I will say, uh, so uh, I support the distribution uh, division too for Pyramid Global, and mm -hmm. our call center was not remote. Um, mm -hmm. Our call center was based out of our home office in Houston, Texas. Uh, and we had to very quickly evolve to creating a remote environment for a team members that had never been remote before. So uh, it kind of taught us very quickly, listen, we're gonna need an SOP for you know the call center to evolve to remote. Uh, equipment was one we kind of just took for granted. We were like, oh yeah, we've got laptops at home office, come on over. 
And then we're like, oh my God, do we need to make these laptops for them to take with them back home? Um, how do we manage phones? How do we, you know, I think there was stuff that in the revenue management space, the team was remote anyways. It was like almost a smooth transition. It was the call center that we really had to start um, kind of creating SOPs, but also training. And, and I think that was a big one, right? You're working from home. What are the touch points? You know, can can we get them on teams really quickly? Can we start, um, to, you know, speaking to um, how workplace ethic at home, really, if you will, you know, and, and I think yeah. so much of it you take for granted because you've had that set up already. And suddenly we're like, yeah, we're going to need we're going to need HR involved. We're going to need training involved. And, you know, we're going to need like them to feel comfortable with this transition. Mm -hmm. And for some of them, candidly, they weren't comfortable. I mean, this was their house. They were used to dressing up getting into an office space, and that was their mode to be in office. Um, so it, it was a transition for them. Um, it was a transition for us, for sure. But I, I do think that, you know, um, Fatima heads our, our call center. Just, she did such a fantastic job ensuring that the team remained motivated, that they felt those touch points of connections. Um, and, you know, again, virtual, virtual happy hours, virtual social events, to be able to make them feel like there was they're they're part of the the unit and they don't miss each other that much. Yeah. And then you can probably speak best to this question that I have next because you started working with Benchmark in March of 2019. Year later, COVID begins, shutdowns happen, and then Benchmark and Pyramid merge a little over a year after that. What has permanently changed in the hotel industry or revenue management since 2020? Permanently changed? Yes. Um, I think there's more of a um, tolerance for remote environments than there has been before. I, I know for a corporate team, there was always, um, you know, a, uh, a hybrid setup, if you will. If you lived close to the corporate office, you could come in. If not, you worked remote. For the directors of revenue and property, there was this, I almost felt a culture of, no, we need to see you. Well, they're working in an office, most offices, and I speak from personal experience, I started as an analyst. I swear to God, I don't think I've ever had an office with a window. They put you up in like these little small dungeons and they're like, well, you don't need to look out of, out of your computer. Just keep staring at this, this Excel sheet or this <laughs> revenue management system. Um, the only time I have a window is now that I work from home. See, I have a window now, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I think there was there's more of that tolerance. I know I just yesterday spoke to a colleague of mine within the industry and he reached out and he was like, hey, do you guys have remote directors of revenue? Like, yes, we've had them for a while. And he was just someone asked if you can share it with me because it feels like we were headed that direction. I, I think there's more of that tolerance and that understanding of, oh, my God, they're equally effective, whether they work from home or um, they are they're in person. Um, I think there is, um, I think what is going to change over time, and, and I say what is changing already in my mind is this focus now that we have on total revenue management. I think we've had it pre-pandemic too. I just think that during the pandemic, it's really come front and center for two reasons. Pre-pandemic, uh, let's, let's face it, right? RevPAR has been consistently flat year over year. Whoever tells you otherwise is totally lying. Um, and then comes the pandemic 
and we just sunk uh, for a short span, yes, but we sunk in terms of demand. Mm -hmm. um, and as we started building, I think um, because we as an industry um, are very smart and intelligent people kind of who've, who've seen through the, the, you know, through other, other downturns, um, I think there was this need of, okay, let's reset and look at this as an opportunity to start from scratch. How would we build a revenue management structure for our companies? How do we integrate that culture more effectively um, as we're starting to build again? And I think so much of that was, okay, hold on. We have created such an amazing culture and infrastructure around room revenue management. Why not approach it to other revenue generations? It has been highly successful and very effective in room revenue management. So that ability to do it for, in, in my world, for golf, for cabanas, for, um, you know, uh, food and beverage, uh, for function space, I, I think is is getting more relevant. So I think what has changed permanently is the influence revenue management has not only on room revenue, but on other channels of revenue as well. Sure. And it makes sense for that to be the case. You know, I agree. As someone who's still somewhat new to the industry, like, that makes a lot of sense. The way you're breaking it down to me, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't like that before. Um, I think, personally, technology has played a very important role in that evolution, right? Um, when 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 we started in revenue management, every one of us, when I got my first job in revenue management, I had to take an Excel test because the whole idea was how much of Excel do you know? And I thought it was relevant enough for me to go get certified from Microsoft because I was like, oh my God, like if I have to make my career in revenue management, it has to be through Excel. Mm -hmm. I love Excel. I love Excel uh, and, and what it has done for the industry, but I love the fact more that you now have technology supporting the process that you've helped develop. And now you can focus on other facets of revenue generation. So I, I do think technology has played a very key role in our evolution and that influence that we create within revenue management. Um, has it always been there? Uh, Trevor, there's so many, I, I feel like, challenges, right? With Room, it started with Room, yes, because that's that's our bread and butter. It always will be. Mm -hmm. um, but I think with food and beverage, it was also who manages the process, right? And, yeah. and, and that ability to say, well, uh, the lead in food and beverage, will they be more operationally focused or, you know, more, I don't know, Excel focused? Like, you know, so mm -hmm. I, I think it's it's that. And it, it is the fact that... Um, for a lot of companies, revenue management is room revenue management. It's not revenue management. And yeah. it does take a few to think outside of that and be like, hold on, we we work with space at its core, right? We work mm -hmm. with how do we now optimize the entire building and not just the rooms? Yeah. Okay. This is, we're going to do a little exercise here. If you had a reverse time capsule, what would you send yourself back at the beginning of the pandemic? What would I send myself back in the beginning of the pandemic? All the Indian snacks I missed out on for two years. No, that is not a, a hospitality thing to say, I suppose. Um, um, I, I think what I would send myself back uh, are little notes of positivity from, from the team, just to say this too shall pass. I, I think that was... a. a a time frame there for a short time in the middle where we didn't know how long this was going to go. And there oh, was yeah. that certain sense of 
of hopelessness with, you know, um, as, as, as a revenue management, as, as revenue management experts, we tend to be, we tend to have a sense of control over the situation, right? I mean, don't touch my system. I will take care of it. Um, I, I think there was a certain spot there in the middle where we didn't know how long this was going to last. And there was this sense of I've lost all control. And if we could have at that point sent out little nuggets of positivity, just little notes to say, hang tight, this too shall pass. Um, I, I think it would have helped that time frame get better. I do think, though, um, as a team, as an industry, um, this is me getting emotional, but that level of resilience was uh, came through so quickly where we immediately recovered. It was also one of those times where no one hesitated to share. Hey, I've seen this, you know, try it. Um, yeah. You know that ability to share best practices, that ability to speak to one another and just say, "Hey, are you are you okay? Um, you know, need anything?" Um, I, I think it was uh, it really spoke to the fact that as an industry we came together um, and and we we stood up to something. And I think uh, you know there's just amazing stories to tell on the other side. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I would take those stories back with me, and yeah. you know um, that would create some level of hope.